you know, TV and, and entertainment reviewers who are just like, it is my job to change the world with these <sighs> reviews. And you're like, calm down, buddy. <laughs> I think the levels are as good as they're going to get. Let's do it. Um, this is episode 114 of No Crisis Yet. I'm John Lynch. I'm Ben Brown. Stepping on my intro, Ben. I'm sorry. No. it's bit, we're, we're rusty, like we said. Dude, I feel like, I just feel like I'm not doing, <laughs> I just feel horrible. No, no. <laughs> but you know what's good? Mm? Is that, that every movie has that scene where it's like the sound guy is like, like test yeah. one, two, three. Yeah. That's for real. Yeah. That's it a takes, real thing. It takes skill to like a get a thing. set set up and it can ruin a show. If I've ever learned anything from watching the preamble on Giant Bomb always does their streams, they set them up and then they like air essentially yes. the setup. It's a lot more complicated than we think. They have a much more complicated setup than we do. They have you know, dozens of mics. No, but our stuff, setup but... is a good illustration of how even a few things yes, can just exactly. fuck up. And like, you're like, why doesn't this audio interface why, work? Why? Why? Uh, why, Shotgun Mike? Why? I don't know. And even now, even now I'm looking. Uh, uh, I can't uh, stop uh, adjusting levels. Can't do it, John. Um, and the prize yeah we just gotta be consistent so we got a podcast like we never podcasted before ben <laughs> yeah did you know mm-hmm. day z came out this year no no it's been out for several years what are you talking about it's been in development for a number of years Daisy but... created the survival fuck your people fuck people over genre how could they have just come out of, of whatever access oh, they were God. in <laughs> all right and what if i told you uh-huh. that they also have a 16 i think it's a 16 16 dlc mm-hmm Huh? You okay. want to pay more money for Daisy? Oh, sure. Ben? I mean, I've never huh? bought Daisy in the first place, but if I did, I wonder if it's on Game Pass. Because didn't wasn't it on the Xbox Preview Program or I something? I have no idea. I should check. It is Ben. Yeah. It. I don't know if I can say that it is the worst game I've ever played. It is. I mean, that's a bold statement. I, I'm so, I'm talking technically. Oh, okay. As a product that they sold the people. Wh- one of. The worst so games ever. Did it ever made. become a bigger project than just that dude? Yeah, there's a team on it. Oh, okay, like there's a team of there's, a, there's and a studio that makes that thing. It's not just so the studio is the same one as Arma. So I don't know if these people also moonlight as Arma devs. No, oh, yeah, I, I don't Arma know. Model. They're a uh, Czech Republic company, Bohemia Interactive. Yeah, that's right. Um, who no longer have Flashpoint, and they no longer have. I mean, they yes, never the, had it, did they? Flashpoint, no. Yeah, that's why they made Arma, is because they didn't have Operation They didn't have to name it. Right, so right. Codemasters and them broke ways, and then Operation Flashpoint stayed with and Col- Codemasters. Colin McRae's Operation Flashpoint. Colin McRae's, <laughs> yes. I mean, this is a terrible joke, but mm. I mean, there are there is they also have uh, a helicopter simulator. Oh, and Colin McRae, di- Colin McRae died in a helicopter that's accident. True. So if you really want, they really covered right. all aspects <laughs> of that. Really that's really fucked all up. All aspects of, of Colin um, McRae's life with that license that they own still, I think. Man. Actually, no. I mean, because Dirt is now the rally game they make, which yes. is not branded by. Because Colin McRae was, those were on PS2. Well, there's Dirt and there's Dirt Rally. I played the Colin McRae rally games on PS2. Uh, yes, as did that I. Sounds right. I also played WRC. Yeah. And I had a lot of friends that were like, Rally, what's that? And I'm like, it's the best. It's the coolest it's shit the, ever. It's like only cars and drivers can push their absolute. Anyway. There's no track map. It's just some guy reading shit to you. It's great. It's the best. With one. like coded six and fives. And I learned. I figured it out eventually. Yeah. I think Dirt, the, what is it? Just Dirt Rally, the, the very pure one, was the one I finally figured out that it was angles that they were talking about with the, with the numbers. Anyways, <laughs> man, you're doing it wrong, man. Numbers, gear. Oh, okay. Not, not, not necessarily. So it's a speed you want to take the turn, right? And how brutal. I mean, yes, yeah. 
it is angle in that like it's well it's you like, don't you don't want to take a six turn right or no you don't want to take a one turn at a six it's the severity of the turn then yeah yeah so but like, then they'll say, say like hairpin open yeah yeah uh and but it's not, it doesn't correspond no to like an angle. It's not like six degrees. Oh, okay. Well, then I never figured it out then. That would but, that's why, but also, that's why you and I are white-collar workers and not rally drivers. <laughs> that's right. Someone's listening to this and they're like, wow, they both don't know what the fuck they're talking probably about. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but I have played a significant number of rally video games, so I'm probably an expert in some capacity. Because they're the best. They're great. Anyway. Dirt's great, yeah. Back to, back to Daisy. That's right. Why would I bother picking this piece of shit up again? That's a good question. I mean, so that game has been in existence probably since like, what? 12 or 13. 2012. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. As a mod and then... Yeah. And I mean, a very important thing because it leads to a ton of other survival it directly, online basically survival directly, games. Yeah, it leads to PUBG, dude. Yeah, PUBG Daisy, and Rust yeah. and myriad others. There, there is a tragedy there. Mm-hmm. But then, at some point, at what point do you start saying this is this is mismanagement? And, I mean, I, and I'm not saying I'm not saying this is an outrage like you need to be pissed about Bohemian Interactive taking your money. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is, yeah. at what point do you look at a project? And this is gonna this is gonna shade my entire take on this. Yeah. At what point do you look at a software project and you just say, "Yeah, guy, we fucked it, guys. We should like stop. close up shop." Yeah. But no, they're gonna double down and say, "Give us 16 bucks or whatever." Yeah. For a smaller map that is more PvP focused. Are you trying to do PUBG? It's not like you know, like a modern warfare. Map. Not, it's still a huge. Right. It's still giant. And do you still do you get like dropped on it from an airship? Like nope. Okay. No, none but of that. It's still like you spawn and you got to find stuff and people are there and they're gonna fuck your All shit right. up and yada yada. Before I lose sight of why I even installed this game, mm-hmm. one, you showed me Fallout seventy six. You fall. Why the fuck would you do that? You bought Fallout seventy six. Divorced no, I am recommendation. <laughs> You may remember on this podcast. You played with me, Ben, and I was like, I was like, there's I audio record get it. where I said you should no one should really buy this game right oh. now. But it's true. Also on this podcast, I was one of the people who was like, it's not that bad. It's not this like world ending disaster that people made it out to. I be. see, I understand that you and I are in the know. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. We, like, Got our fingers on the pulses. We we knew we knew what this this thing was kind of maybe going to be a turd. Yeah, we were just like, ah. and it looked like a weird experiment that Bethesda was like, "Hey, we got this studio that we bought that's not making anything. What should we do with I, them? They have online experience. Let's give them that Fallout thing we've been fucking around with." <sighs> Hence, Fallout seventy six. Anyway, yeah, that uh, that that kicked off that fucking hiking itch in me, and mm-hmm, I was like, I kind of mm-hmm. really like hiking through virtual wilderness. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like taking it in and being like, oh, what is this? What's this building? And you go over and you... Unfortunately, at that point, it goes into the Fallout loop, which yes. is much different from the Daisy loop. Right. The Fallout loop is every drawer, every piece you can strip and then go back to yeah. your camp and craft some shit and then come back yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, if you're going to fight your way through facility, there's going to be a chest you're going to find. You're like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you know, pop up some headshots, whatever. Okay. So why would I go back to Daisy? Well, hmm. I wanted that hiking itch. Sure. Fallout 76 has no stakes. Correct. It's you, a very like you soft. Very like, soft. Like no one can come and ruin your shit. You, you know. No, I mean, like when we played, you stole stuff from people. Oh, by that's so funny. By accident. But nevertheless, all they could do to you is kill you once, and then the, they got my the, junk in my yeah, caps. Right? Essentially, the way the PvP works in yeah, Fallout is if they shoot you and you don't shoot back, you don't basically take no damage. And this was yeah. like a level hundred and thirty level player all, who all was shooting consensual, you. All consensual PvP. Exactly. Right. Um, it, it, it's a neat system, but it's like the thing I found when I played 76, when it initially came out was like, no one was being a dick because it was really hard to do it. Like, no, no one dick, was, I have every, you got marked on the map. Everybody got a big bounty for killing you. 
Um, like it was just very, uh, very lopsided. And, and I figured it was like, well, you should just make PVP servers if you're going to do that. Cause and they did. They made a survival mode that right. was very brutal. Right. Um, so, even, but the thing, I forgot they did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they pulled it from beta cause it wasn't received very well. So then they did nuclear winner, which is their a uh, hundred person oh, or not hundred like, person. They're battle Royale equivalent. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think there's some progress that carries over like unlocks or something. It's a vault essentially. Yeah. Uh, that's the way they frame it at least. Anyway. Um, so they also have like Morgan. Ta- anyway. All right. Yeah. Back up all from this. Got into 76. I like the hiking. I like yeah. the just like, I'm going to turn off all the quest notifications and just wander. Yeah. And it's a, it's a cool map compared to four or three because it's not, it's different. It's, it's not, not urban at all. It has urban areas, it has a couple but, urban areas, but it is largely hiking yeah. woods and there's, you know, there's more mutants than there are people like humanoid enemies. Yeah. Really. You're, you're, yeah. And it's, it's um, played out against coal country. There's this yeah. interesting workers, right? Stuff. Playing yeah. Out, it's like, a cool, like, Appalachia is a cool setting for a Fallout game. Yeah. It's something they've never really done before, and uh, I think they nail a lot of that aspect of it. Yeah. Like, kind of mountainous, like hilly. You're using the interstates as essentially the main routes between things, which is cool. That's great. Um, yeah. But it, it does not have the stakes that Daisy no. has. It is a totally, um, it is a very, like, you know, playpen kind of game compared to that game. All right. So why the fuck am I even talking about Daisy? It's been all these years later. One... I was on that shit when it was a mod, yep. and it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're a person who's played those games since they oh my God, kind dude. of existed, and I've never really dabbled in any big survival games outside of, like, I love Long Dark, but that's totally single player. Um, I never did Rust. I never did Daisy. I never did you saw me go through. Ones. You saw me go through yeah. just horrible shit. amazingly crazy stories from those things, but I never really wanted to play them that much, so... It is similar to Dark Souls in that you have a bad... If you have a session that ends badly, mm. you just... It, there's it's just, there's no recovering. You're just yeah. in a bad mindset. And you're just like, fuck this fucking game. I lost all this fucking progress. Like, yeah. And you just kind of stand and walk out. But it, it is similar to Dark Souls in that... All right, I'll give an example. Mm. When the game isn't breaking, yeah. technically, on every other fucking front, you get these... You have to orient... You, you can learn to read the stars in that game. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I had no idea how to read stars. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't even say I can read them now, but I can find the North Star and I can navigate by starlight. Right? right. And because of it's based on a military simulator, of mm. course the sky is accurate. Right, right. And it's great. Unless it's cloudy out. Mm-hmm. Then that kind of fucking sucks. And you're just like, oh, I think like you have to, all right, well, I have to do dead reckoning. I have to have, look at my map. Yeah. Literally pull up a map in another browser. Figure out where your character is because there's nothing delay, like demarcating huh. where you are. Uh-huh. So you're just like, I'm looking for landmarks. I'm looking for terrain. I'm looking at right. this map. Whatever. And you have to, those are all valuable skills. And yeah. It, and because I have that, that's not, something, that's not a skill bar you level up as a player. No, it's just something you got from playing it a bunch. Yeah. Right? So you are inherently... You could take away... Every, and this is how the game goes. You could take away everything from me, and I'd still be a better player than someone who's booting up for the first time. Right. Because guess what? I don't, run, I don't run on roads. That's the first thing you learn in DayZ. Never run on the fucking roads. No. Yeah, that makes always sense. stick in the tree. Never stand up against the sky. Nope. Because you don't want your outline... Like, always... You that's know, like either. a yeah, a pretty key PUBG thing is never right. get on the ridge of something. Ever. Ever, ever. Yeah, always um, have something onto your side. Yes. At the very you, least. You pick up on the stuff, Just it just permeates you. And you become like, you just look at a situation, you're like, all right, I'm going to look, I'm going to climb this hill, I'm going to look down in this town to see yeah. if anyone else is there. Those moments mm-hmm. of you're just out in the wilderness, it, it, is, it is, as Storm of Steel World War I was described, mm-hmm. just nothing. You have to be vigilant. You can't, you can't zone out. You can't listen to a podcast because you need to hear every sound. Every sound, But yeah. you will spend 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes just in the wilderness, just yep. kind of looking looking like I'm, I'm eating this food like i need to look around and make like it is when it works yeah it feels like nothing else 
well, kind of like Rust, and it's but, and it's something that PUBG. Uh, I think one of the main reasons PUBG became popular is because it took that that oh, mo- it just, that moment and just yes. condensed it into a round. But I see. Here's the thing: is that the, Daisy for me lives in the valleys, right? Of just contemplating, like, but ne- you can never really take your mind off of it. Same thing with yeah. PUBG. PUBG demands it, but only for right. What, how how long is a round? Twenty minutes? Uh, for, yeah, twenty to thirty minutes. Let's yeah. Let's say. Um, Daisy around Quotey Fingers is however long you don't get gunned down by right, someone that's... or get mauled by wolves or anyway. Yeah. A couple nights ago, I had a pretty geared player. I had made it to the North Country mm-hmm. and it's dangerous up there because there's a lot of geared players. Sure. And they aren't going to fucking stop me like, hey, bud, want to p- group up? Like, no, they're in the North to hide and kill other people. Right, right, right. So this game does something interesting to simulate night vision. Mm. The screen is completely black outside of like maybe a three or four foot radius. Sure. And you get a very faint, like black and white light. Mm -hmm. So it's simulating you just kind of like your eyes have adjusted, but you can't see very far. Interesting. So I'm in this town and Mm -hmm. I had looked on a map and I was like, okay, there's a well. I need to fill up my water. It's like you go down and wells are very sketchy because everyone else is also like, hey, I need to fill up my water. And it's probably something people have a a gun on at all times. Just probably or or if they're, they're trying to get to it. Right. Right. So I go fill up the water. I like stopped. I stood completely still. The foot sounds like the sound design of this game. I've talked about it before. Sound design is such that if someone opens a door, mm. if someone takes a bite out of an apple, <laughs> if I swear to God, if someone unloads a round from their gun, mm. you'll hear it. Wow. Um, that is the level of yeah. like simulation. So it's always and like, they also simulate creaking trees and all the towns are these weird ex Soviet, horrible nightmare, like right. farming towns. Is there weather and stuff like rain? Yep. And it's terrible. Cause you yeah. know that as soon as it starts to rain and you're out in the woods, like I have to go to a house cause yep. I'm going to freeze to death. Oh, okay. I was going to say it. You'll get wet it and you'll fucks eventually up your sound too. Like yep. You yeah. Oh, you can't. And, and yes. And people can sneak up on you and all this shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm filling up my water and I'm like, God, oh, that was like pretty good. So I'm going to, I'm going to exfiltrate now. Sure. So I'm like, all right, this is the closest way to the ridgeline. I walk, mm. I bump into a guy mm. who's just walking on railroad tracks mm. And I like I jumped, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's one to one mic movement. So if you're if you talk to your mic, the character's mouth moves. Uh, uh, uh. And he, I don't know how I don't know why it played out like this. Mm-hmm. There's a million of reasons why it could have played out like this. But basically, I just started backing up and was like, you know, hey, whoa, 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 well, yeah, and like yeah. just like I shouldn't have said anything and just shot him. Right. And he turned and he said, "Get on your knees." And I just fucking mm. I was able to get my gun up faster by a little bit. I winged him in the arm, mm-hmm. but he was able to shoot me. Ah, um. And I just like your whole body just it's genuine adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, You're genuinely that, like, holy shit, I just bumped into someone. So here's a question I've had from uh, a couple of stories that you've told me about DZ. Is there a lot of like hostage role play in that game? It's not role play if it's not consensual. And yes, you can use duct tape to bind people's arms, you can use handcuffs, That's you can like super fucking weird. Like right, on the so one gonna, hand, it's cool that it goes there. We're gonna talk about this. But on the other hand, the type of person who will say gets off on that sort of thing we're gonna, is kind of terrifying we're gonna talk about this we're gonna talk about this this <laughs> yeah. is why I did, like, john why are you bringing up daisy mm. because it's this weird thing of just like it's a weird like social experiment i guess you would call it it is yeah it is closer to space station 13 it will never be PUBG. right it'll ne- it can never no, do it it's, it's such PUBG a is still about like cool gunfights like yeah. at the end of the day but it is not it is about silly. it is not about the ethics of i have a this and this is played out yeah. where i'm on the edge of a town i have a pretty decent rifle i see someone i know i should just fucking take them out right right but I hate that. Yeah. 
And so I don't know how many people I've stalked with a gun and then not pulled the trigger and they right. never knew it. Well, they that, never knew. And it. that's neat. Right? That's kind that's, of That's that's the thing. That's Yeah. Cuz you know they're real people. But if the game is now just filled with the people who love taking people hostage and tying them up and leaving them in a like what is that then? <laughs> like, but that's the thing is that this is the thing that I think is appealing to me and I hope a better a game comes along and just does it so much more smoother. Right. But with the same stakes. Yeah. Is that they they have they are risking everything. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They can go play around and tie people up with duct tape if you have four people. Right. As soon as you have two and mm. you you get into these weird like Rambo situations of like, I've seen one person kill two. Mm-hmm. It's happened. Like I've seen people kill people by punching them in the head so they like right. they get on, go unconscious even though they have like a, an AR. Right, right. Right? Like so in some way those people exist and they're terrible. And honestly, in some some ways this is a psychopath simulator. Right. Well, so that maybe that's what I'm getting at. It's like the people who are good at this game, the best, seem to be the worst people. And, like, that's a very, like, poignant commentary on post-apocalypse or whatever the fuck. But, like... Yeah, they're terrible people. That's also gross. Like, as yeah. a product, in this my is, opinion. Yes, yeah, it's terrible. Because <laughs> um, uh, one of their favorite, quote-unquote, favorite things to do is, like, yeah. you bind someone up with duct tape, you put a burlap hood over their sack, you can then force them to... F- you force-feed them Windex. That's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Terrible, right? Has this ever happened to me? No. Yeah. Um, my feeling, like, the reason I shot... But shot that a- somebody was programming that and being like, great, this is awesome. Like, that's disturbing to me. Fucked up. Yeah. Yes. And, it, and is- it is all simulated. I would clarify that I understand all that. But it's Right, still, but what kind of game... What, what you're kind of people, playing with that kind of What kind of, of people d- are attracted to this game? Exactly. Me, which is just like, I just like to hike in the woods right. and, like, I really like... Building a fire in that game is, like, 18 steps. Right. You have to literally peel the bark off of a tree, yeah. combine it with a stick for kin. Like, I love that. That stuff's really right? cool. It's just that, like, yeah, you have that thing of, like, if you're putting all that stuff in a game, and, and then, yeah, maybe it's a little similar to how, like, the clan is in Red Dead 2. And it's, like, you <laughs> oh, get God. points for killing them. Like, it's very clear that they're bad. Um, but there's videos and videos and videos of asshole players roping black uh, NPCs yep. and bringing them to the clan and be like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, and or like, punching Rockst- or punching the punching women's, suffrage- the suffragettes yeah. in in the town, and it's like you can have the best of intentions that Rockstar may have had, but how did they not see that coming from, especially their player base? Like, but I mean, this goes all the way back to GTA One or GTA Online too. Like GTA uh, Online is like based on griefing, essentially, like yes. in a lot of ways. Until you work your way up the strata or get a bunch of free stuff from Twitch or whatever. It like you are just meat when you log into that game, and it's like. But I would see this is the thing. But the, the consequences are not nearly as dire as Daisy, where it's like you could spend an hour and a half, two hours, and lose everything you did that yeah. whole time. But I mean, the, but you get a cool story out of it, maybe. That's that's why it is a story simulator right. for me. It's a story generator. Another time, I was in a house and I was just like, I was literally just moving around a bunch of wood. Yeah. And some dude just rocked in, like threw his hand up, like the the gestures are really like stilted, so he just yeah. was like. So like if there was a bigger balance of like the hardcore, I'm a real survivalist, this is how I'd really do it, I'm so fucking hardcore dudes, which is what it sounds like a lot of the people are, and somebody who just wants to goof around. If there were more people goofing around in it, I think I would find it a little yeah, more, I, a I, little I, less uh, ominous, I guess is what I would say. See, this is the thing that I like about DayZ is that like, they're like, yeah, you can go be a fucking psychopath and a weirdo. Yeah. It, and in but some, it almost feels like the service, game is designed to encourage that. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Uh, because there's no, there's no incentive. There's no incentivizing. Okay, it. Like, so is there like a winner at the end of the round? There are no rounds. Man. Oh, okay. This is what right. I'm saying. Like right. the server is just persistent. Okay. This is that not. Pub- there's no leaderboards. There's no points. So that makes it more role playing than than like 
you're you're better at the game because you're a bad or you're a worse person essentially this, this is my other thing is the metrics of the game is i don't know what makes a good game for those people mm-hmm. a good game for those people is hey i made a funny youtube video or hey sure. i told this random person to suck my dick like yeah and it was great but like for me a good session is i ran into someone or i almost ran into someone right. or I almost got run down by a pack of wolves, like, and that was a pretty harrowing, like... Well, and I'll say even from my minor experience with games in that realm of, like, PUBG, like, yeah, some of my most memorable moments in PUBG are, like, I was in a house, and I didn't have anything except for a frying pan, and I started hearing doors opening, and so now it's me following their footsteps upstairs, they don't hear me, and I'm trying to get to the front door, which is on the other side of the bottom floor, and, like, that situation is so... uh it's so tense and it feels completely organic and it feels like that's, that would be the ideal. But like the point, I guess as you add more and more details and more and more systems, you just have more and more things that people can exploit to be fucked up. Just like the clan thing in Red Dead. It's like the intention was not there to make players able to do that, but because you filled out all these other systems, it, you can't help it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like I said, it, you, you all, every encounter PUBG, you know how it's going to end. Right. Uh, and Daisy, you have no idea right, how it's going yeah, to fucking yeah. end. Um, you have no idea if the person you're... Like, yeah, you would never take anyone hostage in PUBG. There's no point to that. Like, there's no point no. to doing any of those other kind of more sadistic no. things. Why would you, you spend a week... You wouldn't spend a week of game, like, a week, not, like, in the game, but a week. Right. Literally gathering up all these components for a car that you want to fix up. Right. So and that, I would argue that yeah. because they've made survival so at the core, like, it really does become this really huge... Like, unless you have a clan of people, like, eight people in a server... Yeah. And they're just fucking rolling it. Yeah. Which would be insane in PUBG. Could you imagine an eight-person team taking on a bunch oh, of totally. solos? It'd be, yeah. It's pointless. Yeah. That's not... Those people want to fight each other, not necessarily, like, take people hostage. Right. Because while they're taking some noob hostage by the coast, mm. some idiot, some other idiot with a shotgun could literally just shoot them right, to death right, and then right. take all their shit. Okay, yeah. So that's, like... Like, better... that's what I'm saying. There is a great equalizer. And there, and you're talking about... There is no bed. And mm. Rust, you just put your bed roll down and you'll respawn there. Mm-hmm. Day Z, you have no fucking guarantee. Right. And if you change your server, you get put in a random spot, which mm. is hilarious. So really now they've penalized that kind of, which isn't to say Mm -hmm. that it's still going to happen to people are fucking weird psychos, but like there's, there's, don't get an achievement. There aren't even achievements in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I, um, so I played a little bit of Red Dead online, uh, from the PC version. I played a little bit when it came out, but it was still pretty rudimentary. Um, and it's a weird thing because I like it's neat that they took that big world and all those systems they built for the single player and and then made them into like a consistently. Uh, playable daily challenges kind of thing. But nevertheless, I still have times where I go into Valentine and I can't do anything because the entire town is in a big roping each other and shooting each other bullshit. And like, there's no benefit to any of that either. Like, this is literally just griefing. But I'm like struck in this like design idea. Like, okay, if you want to make Red Dead Online, you have to make it online. But the way I like playing that game is like Arthur Morgan, where I can go do everything and nothing will really get in my way. Yeah. So, but that's not an online experience that multiple people can have. So how do you do that? And, and there are some ways, like the thing they put into Red Dead that I think kind of clever, it's a little similar to Fallout, is that basically you can put on defensive mode that makes it so no one can lock onto you or lasso you. They can still shoot you, but they have to work a lot harder at <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. Um, and so you can get away a lot easier, too. Huh. Um, so, and you're clearly marked with a shield yep. that says, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. fuck around or whatever. And, of course, people still fuck around, but it does, it almost, I don't know. It, but that's, like, so artificial, right? This like, is what I'm If you ran Day- across someone in DayZ with, like, a little, like, teddy bear next to their name that said, I don't want to fight, there are- like, 
that wouldn't there are that no, would break the survival of there are no names in Daisy. Right, even that you don't even know who kills you most of yeah, the time. Yeah, that that kind of thing where it's really like committed to this kind kind of apocalypse simulator thing is still kind of I mean there are other things. What's um I mean Rust is one, but what's uh fuck what was that one called? Devolver put it out. They got hit like really early for having a bunch of Nazi tattoos in the game. Is that the prison one? Is it Scum? Is scum. That? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that feels oh, a no. little like that. Like that idea of like we're going to give you complete freedom and we know it's going to draw shitty people, but it's also going to be very creative. Like yeah. that kind of balance, right? Um, yeah, but even then, I would say Daisy isn't even really a fucking game. Like, yeah, th- there again, <laughs> there's nothing to incentivize you yeah, surviving. I guess that's what I'm. And that, but the is this even a fucking game at this point? But like, the story creator part of it, I think, justifies it. In some I mean, Rimworld, Rimworld is the same way. You build enough yeah. systems, and if you let them interact, you will get a story. Mm-hmm. The thing that Daisy does, what I what I like about it, yeah. So Arma has this huge mod community, and Arma Three, there's one called I think it's Altus Life. Basically, that is a fucking. It's like you're playing town, but for yeah, adults. But you like you role play as a cop or yeah. as a what? Yeah. Even that mm-hmm. is gamified because there's currency, right? Right. There's a player list. There's radio in Daisy. There is you mm-hmm. and maybe someone off in the distance right. running. There's no names above heads. No range find. Like there's literally a range finder, but you're not. You're not getting your reticle. It's like oh, 22 yards out. Yeah, yeah. It is so fucking bare and stripped down. And this is why I, lo- I still love it and have a soft spot for it. And we'll put in a four-hour session that I don't even fire a shot. Right. Um, Which is really cool. Yeah. It is cool until I have a bad moment where someone comes up to me and says, I'm going to fucking feed you. Yeah. If that scenario, if I hadn't winged that guy, mm-hmm. if I hadn't tried to shoot him, even right. though I knew it was pointless. So let's say uh, somebody's tying me up or whatever and I just alt F4. Like what happens? Your body, your character stays on the server and then mm-hmm. they probably kill you and then you just respawn. Yeah. Um, well, at least but you can ne- opt out of it. <laughs> kind of but that's it's still a distressing thing when it's like oh absolutely it's for fucking if yeah. you really do like we're gonna ruin some person's day yeah then you're a shitty person and it's more over that the game is completely okay with you doing that that makes it a little but i, I think the game it, says fucking yeah, go for it which is we're gonna i agree it's interesting but i also it's the thing that puts me off pretty much immediately. i i could not see you in this like no. all right yeah they also have a very like you cannot just kill yourself in mm. this game yeah you can if you have a... Maybe you throw a grenade on the ground. You can't just step on it. All right. Well, what if I told you mm. that there is a button that when you hit it, mm. the character will position themselves in a way mm-hmm. that they're ready to kill themselves and you have to click the trigger to do it. Sure. That sounds like that game. It's fucking <laughs> brutal. And yeah. like when it's a shotgun, they, yeah. like, they'll put it on the ground and you have to, you have to do it. And it's yeah. just like, ugh. This game feels like it's made by really weird ass fucking people. I'm just gonna say that it's, as a I, bold broad to quote to quote a text to you. It is the most Eastern European game yeah. I have ever fucking played. Definitely feels like something like that. Technically, I thought I was gonna spend more time ranting about the technical side. It is fucked. Yeah, it I is mean that's the so other part fucked. of it that has always kind of shoved me off of it. Is like, oh, maybe I'll give it, and then like I hear from you, it's like, yeah, it's been in development for four years and it's still a garbage fire. I'm like, well, it's fine. <laughs> when you have a patch, a stable patch. Just imagine if there was an all right. Just imagine that for I'm going to talk about Daisy, but just imagine in your head that this is a PUBG patch. Right. This is a live patch. This is playing. All right. Ready. This is in the patch notes for the newest patch. 1.06. Oh boy. Oh boy. We are investigating an issue where the inventory doesn't work. <laughs> where you cannot pick up objects in a survival game. And this should be clear. This is no longer a mod. Right? No! This is their engine. Yes. It's probably the ARMA engine, but ben. it's like built from the ground up for this. Hey, thing. Ben, that stable patch we pushed out yeah. broke the loot part of the game. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at. And part of me is genuinely, all right, I, I found a lockpick. Mm-hmm. In this game, they're pretty rare. Um, but what it does is you can lock or unlock any door in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So that scenario you described where you were like, you knew they were in the house with you. Yeah. What if you could lock them in a fucking room? That's pretty cool. And grenade them, yeah. right? What, or what if you just locked them in the room for the round? Yeah. Um, okay. So I found it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to like lock up this. I basically made a base. You can build bases to an extent, but not really. Nothing mm-hmm. like, you know, Fallout 76, for example. Right. Um, I put my lockpick on the ground because I had to move some metal mm. and I couldn't pick it up after I had locked the door. So that character just died in a fucking shed. That character forever. shot himself in a shed <laughs> because mean, he couldn't. Look, if you were setting Holy out to shit. make, you know, the road simulator or whatever the fuck, I think you succeeded in that case. Like, unless you make cannibalism like a career path, um, I don't know what else you could do. So another story, I found a town that was, I could tell someone had been in there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, a bunch of zombies were dead. Right. Or, I'm sorry, infected. Um, and I was like, this town is, like, in a pretty big corridor, like, that, on the map. That um, was, like, a great thing originally in PUBG was, like, seeing doors open and oh being, like, God. sinister and in being that like, way. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, totally get that. So, I find this uh, barn, and I'm like, there's, like, you know, like, a couple guns around. I'm like, usually this shit just isn't out in the open. Hmm. Went, it was a trap. Went into <laughs> one of the garages next to a house, and there was just... Like human lard and muscle. Like someone had butchered a human. Oh, weird. You can even yep. do that? Oh, yeah. You can butcher it and then cook it and prepare it. So someone had butchered them, left them in there, and I got the... Cr- I just got chills. Yeah. Well, because you know it was a like, player, right? Yeah, it had to have That's been. fucking wild. So I you know. So I just like... You run across a cannibalism cabin in Red Dead at least once. <laughs> like, yeah, but and, but it's but it's staged. But that's something. Right. Therefore, when you, you encounter find. a creepy town where you knew something horrible went down, and right. then you and find you know bits of human, and that's I got wild. you get like a chill up your spine. And you're just like, yeah. oh god, all right, I'm good. And then yep. you just like leave, and you're just like, I hope the guy isn't following me or yeah. whatever. And so like, it's weird. It's that push pull of like, that's an incredibly cool emergent experience, but also the things that it's playing with, like like you say, ethically are really. Are kind I, of off putting in some it's way. It's not, I'm not going to say this game's immoral. It is completely amoral. Yeah. It is. You oh, it put, absolutely sounds that way. You put yourself in and like, they're basically just like, all right, how bad or good do you want to be? Yeah. I mean, it, it is in some ways it's the, the, the tech bro, tech libertarian thing of like, oh, it'll figure itself out. We just put the technology there. It's not our fault. Maybe that's that it's going a little far, but the idea yeah. that we just provided the systems we don't really control how they interact with each other. Isn't it neat how they interact with each other? But I mean, I would say the same. I would say the same thing about Space Station Thirteen. Is like you can just take people's organs out. Like yeah. there's, but, it, but because it's so because abstracted. There. That's what I'm saying. It is. Like, it is yeah. abstracted. This, this this is a first person video game where you're talking with people over microphone like and their mouths are moving. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a, yeah. it's another level of immersion into that gross situation that I think makes it more off. I mean, I was literally on a rust server where they built the wall and they just literally right j- just chase people and gun them down and it was. That was yeah, goofy, and and it was yeah. I don't know. It, it, it it's is, goofy, but it doesn't have the self seriousness. But there is something sinister to that, and and, and more sinister to Daisy in some type. In oh, some cases, yeah. In Rust, it is. So the way I look at it is, and this is what these games have always meant to me, mm-hmm. is that I do not like a game where I am treated. I'm basically I'm gigging gig economying being an NPC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fucking bullshit. Mm. And. On a server like Rust, when when a clan gets big enough, you're everyone else in that server just becomes an NPC. Right, you're just there to you're you're like a stocked you're fish in fodder, a pond. Yeah. You're fucking fodder yeah. that they can hunt down and and because they put yeah. more time in, fuck you. And that's exactly the type of thing that I think most people that don't have 400 hours a week to put into video games don't like. And I'm sure that yep. for that small crowd of people that can just get into that game and play for years, like 
but and I don't want to generalize too much, but it's like I don't want to play games with those people. No, because they're, they're nuts. fucking. <laughs> but also, those people are the entire upper bracket of MOBA games. Right. They are because because I, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and assuming they're not evil. They're right. just like, no, we're fucking these kids up online. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I hope to God it's not more than that. Right. Like, I hope that they're not really like practicing their whatever. Right. No, I just think they're fucking douchey jerks. Who, but I, you know, these are the same people that if they're if they're not in Daisy choking you, choking, making you choke down Windex. Right. They are literally calling you homophobic slurs in any other fucking online shooter. Right. Right. And those people are pieces of shit no matter where you go. Yeah. And that you but know, famously in Hearthstone, people yeah. found ways to be dicks to each other with the fucking well, gesture and, system. And like, you know, like a game um, like Mordhau, which came out earlier this year, medieval. Uh, but I've seen people have game. good times in Mordhau. Mordhau's and great. And so hilarious. the thing is, most of the time in Mordhau, I had a pretty good time with a bunch of people who didn't take it very seriously. Right, because and, it doesn't fucking matter. But like, there were the Deuce Vault, you know, the tryhards, the, yeah. the, the 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 you know white supremacist assholes who latch onto medieval stuff nowadays because that's how that's, fucking world we live it, in. It's because it's historically accurate ben it's historically it. like, accurate it sucks so bad that an entire genre of like like medieval non-fantasy medieval stuff is now essentially overrun by racist dicks no matter what kingdom come deliverance mordhau whatever and mordhau has done more to uh mitigate its chat and some other stuff they've done good shit thankfully uh because initially it looked like they were just gonna be like we're not our problem it's like kind of is <laughs> because your chat is a garbage dump and you could do something about it but anyways uh that game but also limits itself to teams capture the flag very game-like structures so yeah. even when you have someone you know named ben shapiro who i shot with an arrow at one point <laughs> uh, like it is more just it is more just a joke and and more just like oh these fuckers than it is like this guy ruining your day because he's such an asshole like that doesn't happen but in see, something it, like but that. But this is the thing. But it, it also in some ways is bait for people like that because they love and and this the is fucking crusades. Or this whatever. is why this is why the fact that Daisy strips out anything that makes it seem like a game right and just say motherfucker like if you want to go through what I love is that. Yes, you could roll up on the airfield is like one of the most contested parts of that right. game of the map. There's one map. Yeah, you just whatever. And the, basically, the airfield is just the, the thing of all right. I'm heavily armed. There's no point in me hunting down newbies. Hmm. But I'm gonna go fuck up other heavily armed people. Right. And generally speaking, they will they will fight over highly contested contested loot like that. If you design a game where it's more incentivized for you to go after people your level than to pick on people. Like I think you've succeeded already. Well, kind of. It, it's the it's the thing of at least in in dis, uh, maybe dissuading people from being total griefers in the way that is seemingly very possible in that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is griefing, and it's like it's. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's maybe, psychological harm. I was gonna like, say griefing is like griefing is you fu- block the respawn of, right, of a base. Like, right, Sean Elliott stuff he used to talk about. Yes. GFW Radio. It's not like malicious. I'm gonna simulate a homicide. Kind no, of shit. but also, but the thing with that is that. Like I said, the risk is yeah, you can go out to Newbie Island yeah, and, and with, try to hunt the newbies. But, but like, I'll, literally, I'll take some of the. I've seen people with rocks mm-hmm. just fucking wing and that heavily rules. armed people. Like that rules. it is, you are very delicate. Yeah, you are always starving for whatever fucking reason. If you don't eat twelve thousand calories every hour in this game, you <laughs> die. Yeah, no, I don't know. If what you eat twelve thousand calories an hour, you die in no, the real world. Not, <laughs> nope, not in Chinaris, <laughs> Ben. Uh, so they've made survival so onerous that it's yeah. like, yeah, you're you're poisoning me with Windex. Yeah. But I know your meter's running out. And yeah, you could be heavily stocked up. And, right. But I've just as many times seen like... So could you ever have, and we were talking about it before the, the podcast, but Mr. Robot had an episode recently where a character was on death's door for a large amount of the episode and then turns around at the last minute and kills bad guys. I won't say who it is, not spoil it, but 
can you have that moment in DayZ? Could you have someone being like torturing you and then they turn around to look out the door and you're able to pull your gun out and shoot them? Hmm. Or does it work on that level? Or you could cut through your bonds or something like that. I want to say... Because I want to say awesome. there's a way to break... This is what I'm saying. Like That would be fucking right. It, it's not so much that it's like they're... they're they're incentivizing one way or the other, not, but it is, they are making it so that anything could fucking happen. Right. Okay. Um, if you, for example, I want to say rounds can be cooked off. So some people throw themselves on fires and their vests are full of bullets, mm-hmm. Walter White style. Sure. And so the bullets, bullets just start shooting everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it, it, by that time you've, you've, you're fucked. You're dead. You're, yeah. yeah. You're throwing yourself on a fire. Like, um, I have had moments where I've had people like I'm dying. But and, wouldn't that be like, just, this is a pitch a game idea. All right. right like, so you're tied up, you're bound by yes. another player. They're bound, they they have to check the binds or rebind you at a certain point, or else you're able to wiggle out. Yeah, no, like, I think so. That... They have actual management to do other than just fucking within an enemy. Oh, yeah. Uh, unlike, say, Red Dead, where when you're hogtied, there's nothing you can do until the player lets you out of it or you're dead, you're done. Yeah. You're stuck there forever. And, like, if you take that situation in a movie or a book, that's the tension. Can the character get right. out of it? As, a, as opposed to a foregone. So, you know, you're, when, you're, when you're doing it, when it's like at, at some point during this interaction, one player completely owns the other player, then you eliminate the possibility of that cool turnaround ever happening. Yeah. So uh, that's just, again, pitching an idea. I don't know if they could ever do it, but like that's a kind of idea that I think could play into that anything can happen, but doesn't make it so that the upper hand always has the upper hand. Because again, the, the element of that narrative that makes it exciting is that you never know which way it could go. But see, this is where Daisy failed for a long time and arguably still does because mm. I just never, I haven't had it happen to me yet. Mm. But I mean, it, it is just like if you get eight people mm-hmm. and they are communicating with each other and yeah. they are on the same team and they're in the same even yeah. like chat lobby or whatever the fuck, mm. you're fucked. You just get rolled. There's no way. But that's that's Rust. That's every that's multiplayer every game. Multiplayer game. It's yeah. like if you are fighting with a coordinated four, like yeah. you're fucked. Um, unfortunately, in this way, fucked could mean literally they're going to tell you that they're going to rape you and stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I, again, this is anecdotal. Mm-hmm. I've never been like kidnapped like that. I always just because there's no yeah. point in giving in. Like when that guy's what was so upsetting about that scene that played out. I guess that's is true. That you, I fucking, you would have to play along with it. Yeah. In and some it's just capacity like, because it's artificial and you can alt that yeah. four out at any point. Should I? That's a good point. If I if I was. If I had, if I was a crueler person, this is this is why I like Daisy is because it brings stuff out of me. If yeah. I was a crueler person, the guy I bumped into, I could have fucking blown him up and yeah. smoked him. Yeah, but he he fucked up because he was like, "Get on your knees." He didn't say, "Hey, hey." Yeah, his first words were, "Get on your knees." Mm. What do you think that person was going to do to me? He's probably pretty, fucking rob me, tie and, you up, and rob you or whatever. Right? Yeah. So there's no incentive not to fight back. Right. It's like, no, fuck you, then motherfucker. Like I'll awkwardly shoot you, and guess what? Like you killed yeah. me, but I still fucking broke your arm probably. Right. And I hope that a fucking person heard it. Yeah. There is something when this game works. Mm-hmm. And especially when you know you're near a populated area and you can hear, like, yeah. <laughs> well, but it's, and, it has all the sound effects. So right, the if, it's, if it's over a hill, it sounds different than if it's down in a valley and you're hearing it from up top. Yeah. yeah. And that just like that sense of like, oh shit. Something yeah. that. So guess what? Yeah. When I shot that guy and he shot at me, mm-hmm. I hope another fucking person heard it and came and fucked him and up. And got him. Like yeah. this is, that's where it is. The great equalizer. There is no, yeah. there's nothing protecting him. There's no like bubble. There's no shield or force field. Right. It's just, you're a fucking. And once he, if he captures you, he's still open to any other threats. What, what is he going to do? Is he, he can't even take all my loot because he's packed. Right. So like, yes. yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, it's true. I, I, I don't know why I overlook the fact that you could just quit the game. It's not like but mandatory that, no, that no. you go along with their weird bullshit. Ha- no, I, I would say always fight back. Yeah. Like don't be polite and just, I mean, just fucking fight back. There's yeah. no. But you can always alt it for, but that shouldn't... I mean, this is the thing, right? Should we put breaks on games? If, if we can make games more and more and more accurate... Well, we do. You can quit. You can walk I away mean, at any point. <laughs> I meant, like, 
the, should the developers have to account for it besides saying, hey, you got to hit Alt F4? Right, right. Um, I mean, theoretically, DayZ is on... P- I didn't know it was on the fucking consoles. It's which on is, Xbox, yeah. Which is hilarious to me. Yeah, so I mean, those people, they can close application, but it's not mm. as elegant and shitty as like, yep. slamming Alt F4. <laughs> Interestingly enough, if you do Alt F4, yeah. uh, the F4 button is the emote for flicking you off. Right. So, yeah. You can, it, you can just be like, oh, fuck you, dude. I'm not going to play along. I maybe was describing more of a like... Consent, like not LARPing, but like some amount of like no, you're stuck in this thing if you want to role play it. But the thing is, it's a game and you can just fuck off. And it's a yeah. it's not a private server where you'll get kicked off. You don't role play or whatever. Um, yeah. See, that's the thing. If so, they did enforce it, it would be more like Altus Life. This yeah. this enforces nothing. Like, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's a game of possibilities. It's fascinating. Absolutely. I still find it sinister in a lot of ways, but it's fascinating. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I know. It is a canvas for you to be as... If you want to be a fucking total shitbag, you could. Yeah. And part of me, I think that's what's telling is that I can't bring myself to just... Once I'm geared up, I'm, o- I'm only looking to ge- to go north and just survive. Yeah. I'm not looking to go back and like, I'm going to double... I'm going to turn around after I've got this fucking awesome shotgun and take out a noob. It's like... Yeah. No, not really. Like, that's not what I do. Well, and you know, there's something to be said for this, uh, There, you know, obviously academic idea, but this idea that uh, games can be kind of empathy, either simulators or generators and some kind of Death Stranding I'll talk about later is more on the other side. But um, the notion that it's a playground for uh, ideas and stuff that is, is, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah. It's just artificial in a way that you can try it, but you don't. Yeah. Uh, could you, so, could you imagine if they did a death stranding set in Daisy? Like, I mean, it this, wouldn't the, work because the fundamental point of death stranding is about helping people. Like right. that's what the game it's is about. about. Connecting people, bro. It's absolutely. 100%. Sell me on death stranding, Ben. Okay, so yeah, I'll talk about a game that is the opposite of Daisy. <laughs> it's a game about a, poca- a post-apocalypse where it's all about helping people. Um, because so Death Stranding is a new game from Hideo Kojima. He's the guy what made a Metal Gear, and then Koji- and then Konami was like, "That costs too much. Go away." And he left. And uh, he Sony Sony picked him up and uh, gave him a budget. I don't think it was as big a budget as. No, I think the that's pretty much Sony, known, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it was, this is not he a... He did not get a God of War Horizon-level <laughs> budget. Um, but he definitely got tech and, and a and team, and he started his own studio and, and made something not Metal Gear, which is something he hasn't done forever. Because like even the stuff like, Bok, like Boktai and Zone of the Enders, those were all produced kind of like side yeah. projects. He hasn't directed another thing that's not Metal Gear since I don't know when. Honestly, so and you could tell, I think, by was did he was was he involved in PT the demo? Yes, so PT counts, so, I mean, but since PT of... is essentially vaporware now, yeah. uh, I don't know that that counts. So you could count that, I guess. Um, but uh, so you know, he's uh, he's been known for Metal Gear for a long time, and and I think we could collectively feel he was getting tired of it. Uh, Even though I love five as a game, I think it's a brilliant, brilliant game. The story very much belies that like, I've got like 12 pieces of lore left and I have to stretch it out over this huge game. Uh, and it just is so sloppy. Um, he could have just made it about Afghanistan. And I will say, fine. like, you know, I was reassessing my Hideo Kojima, like, what games does he actually, like, write a good story for? And I think that stops at 3. Like, I think Metal Gear Solid 3 is the last good story he wrote. I think 4 is bloated and overwritten <laughs> and awful. Uh, I liked it way less when I played it through before 5. Uh, and 5 has a f- okay story. It's just so disjointed and weird because of the structure Hey, of that 5 game. would have benefited from no one being who they were. So get exactly. rid of Ocelot. Get rid of whatever. I swear to God, if there's another character in that series that hypnotizes themselves and having a false... I, it's so <sighs> fucking stupid. But that's not the point. The point is, you know, I... I he made new people for 3. Yeah. 
Mostly. Yeah. Right? And three is like kind of a self-contained awesome story that doesn't need a sequel. <laughs> Almost. But... Um, Expectations. Ben. Yeah, exactly. Expectations. Uh, they made two sequels to three, which was Peace Walker and then five. But, um, but anyways, I, I'm a big fan of him just as a creator, even though I do think his writing sucks, generally speaking. Now... Now, I don't know that it always did, but, yeah, but it ruled whatever it point ruled. they took the brakes off, which it seems like it was Metal Gear Solid 4, where they're just like, go crazy, dude, and no editors, and no one's going to tell you this is a bad idea, and that's when it starts to sour. And Death Stranding certainly suffers from that, but um, it was such an exciting thing to have him making a new IP and to do something completely different, more or less. And so what he ended up making, essentially, is... A, a really serious walking simulator, essentially. But like literally. But, literally. but like literally. Someone told it is like trucking simulator. Kojima, like this, the, have you heard of this thing called a walking simulator? And he didn't take it as the pejorative that people used it as. He was like, oh, literally. Oh, okay. literally. Like yeah. just walking. Cool. Okay. So we'll have terrain and we'll have rocks, just, And you have to balance. And right? You have to balance. That's oh only really God. in the early game because uh, you, you, you get an exoskeleton. You get exoskeletons pretty Shit. quick. And, and honestly, it's a weird... So, the set of the game is this, uh, it's in America, I guess. Uh, and this horrible event has happened called the Death Stranding where uh, uh, all these uh, explosions like nukes called void outs happen and just fucking decimated everything. Okay. Um, and uh, the other side, the afterlife essentially opened up. The, af- the other side is referred to as the beach, uh, which okay. is, so there's a lot of like. Wow, that just made all the trailers make more sense. There's a lot of proper noun salad, very anime in yeah. this thing where it's a lot of terms for things that are essentially just like this is the afterlife. This is oh, a what's ghost. the abbreviation for the ghosts? BTs. Oh, the BTs. And BT yeah. stands for beach thing. Turns out. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the the, the 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 membrane between the living and the dead is thin, and all these ghost things are coming through. And and in the universe of Death Stranding, if someone dies, if you don't get incinerate their body within a couple of days they turn into a bt which is bad uh and if a bt uh gets a hold of a living person and then cons- i think it's cons- there's certain it's not just the ghost people looking bts that do it there's like big monster ones if they get in contact with one of the big monster ones they cause a void out which is basically a nuclear explosion so any dead bodies in this game are a huge deal which is a really and you are transporting them yeah so holy shit it basically makes it so non-lethal is it's not mandatory you can kill people and it will be like hey you should take that body of the incinerator uh, I don't know if it actually goes through the entire process of turning them into a BT or whatever, huh. but I do know void outs can happen just in the game. Like I've seen, so there are other, so you're a porter, you're a guy who delivers stuff between all these different bunkers all around this. One might say a blast. courier. Yes, yeah, a courier. Your name is literally Sam Porter Bridges. It's absurd. Um, <sighs> like there's a ton of that shit in this game where it's just incredibly obvious yeah. and it thuds you over the head with its very simple message of like, Social media, like, made us more connected, but also isolated, right? Like, that's the point of the game. Largely. So, but is it just the ending cinematic of Metal Gear Solid 2? Uh, like, yeah, but not as good. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's good. It was also when I was 17, yeah, and I was like, exactly. this is blowing my fucking mind. But These it, are real it, people. There is a lot more just repetition of very simple points uh, in this game. I think that's probably its biggest weakness. Is like, it has no, a ben, lot of neat like... ideas in the world. Like, I think void outs are cool. I think the idea of how dangerous the whole world is. Like, not only are there these BT things around... But there's also now uh, time fall, which is rain that essentially uh, yes. accelerates time if you're underneath it, uh, which is connected to the beach. So the beach is, is, is this other place. It's another dimension where time doesn't pass. So, but we're talking about we're not talking about control. We're talking about death stranding. Death stranding. That's right. So stop. Uh, so you can call it the astral plane or whatever, but it's basically the same thing. <laughs> but, but they yeah. would, but they would call it the beach in control, right? Oh my but god. But there's like, but there's all sorts of weird like little 
things like the chiral network, the network internet you're hooking up between, because the, the essential object of the game is to go from the East Coast to the West Coast and connect everything in between. Is it one? It's not one big map. No, no. And it's not even very approximate of the U.S., even though it I looks couldn't like imagine it. it would be. No, uh, You can run across the middle of the U.S. in about 20 minutes. So that's not very accurate. Oh, you're right. You can't? <laughs> no, right. not most days. Are you not Forrest Gump? Ben? No, no. I can't just keep running. But um, how does this game make you feel, Ben? Did you feel like you were connecting? Yeah. No. Like, so, like, a lot of what... Uh, you know, the How much moment, Windex did you feed to the people? None, because you can't do things. <gasps> you don't even ever see other players. Wait a second. Eastern Europeans didn't make no, this game? You see other players, but they show up as white ghosts that throw you stuff during boss battles because they love you. Because everybody loves each other, damn it. <laughs> At really? least all the porters do. Yeah. Like, it, it, so, it, like, all right, so the game's basic structure is you are doing these deliveries to connect. So you're kind of making your way across this map. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing that it does... Uh, on the meta tech, you know, the game talks a lot about connections and connecting us and whatever. Tethics, right? You know, the uh, tethics or, you know, the strand game thing that he talked about before yep. that was like confusing to everyone. But basically what it is, is like this game is all about emphasizing your connection with the other people playing the game and the ability you have to help everyone along. A so, asynchronously though. Asynchronously. You're not, you're not joining much, a co-op. Uh, Hideo Kojima fight. played Dark Souls at some point and saw all the, uh, the messages people can leave for each other. And like when you get healed during a boss fight, when somebody likes your messages, <laughs> he took those ideas and blew them out. Into but no, a someone, someone showed it. They're like, this is, yeah. what could you, they showed him a YouTube video and he yeah. was like, that, nope, this we're is doing it. this. We're doing like, this. We're taking this idea and we're going to, so, you know, every area you get to on the map, you unlock, you connect it to the chiral network. And once it's connected, you start seeing other people's structures, ladders, ropes. That's, that feels cool. Signs, that sounds very watch cool. Watchtowers. If they leave a vehicle somewhere, you can pick it up. Everything you can give likes to. So likes are like <laughs> currency in this universe because social media, commentary, John, try and keep uh... up. Um, <laughs> So uh -huh. this is literally the point where when characters... Oh my God, Ben, are you in saying... A, in a cutscene, it gives you likes in the game. <laughs> are you saying Die Hardman might be mm. not as... Like, that's just a, that's a name that someone... Oh my God. No, he has an explanation for his name, and it's real stupid. <laughs> like, all of their names are. I, um, I was pronouncing it Mike Hardman. Mike Hardman. <laughs> that's right. I didn't know that it was a... He was a hard it's man. A die Hardman. Uh. Yeah. Uh, turns out he's really hard to kill, and that's why his name is Die Hardman. Um, that's a very Metal Gear thing. All the, the main characters have dumb names and they spend lots of paragraphs explaining to you why their name is their name. Very How much many like people did Mads Mikkelsen eat? None. He's probably the best character, honestly, in the game, too. As is far he as, evil? What is he? He's kind of evil. He's essentially this guy called the Combat Veteran. You learn his name later on. But he <sighs> is after your, your little... Bridge baby, your little baby in a jar you have on your Why? chest. Don't ever, doesn't everyone have a baby? No, only you and a few others. So bridge babies are another piece of the Death Stranding lore where they can sense the ghosts. Okay. Uh, in addition to... God, I feel like I'm just going to run off on tangent here. Yeah, but, no, you're just giving you're just giving the world build. You're, uh, you're just shilling for Big Kojima. Right, 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 right. So everybody who has the ability to kill the BTs in this world has a thing called Dooms. Which is a disease of some sort, okay. a genetic disease. Fox die, right? It just allows them to be connected to the other side. And like the main right. bad guy has more dooms than you, so he can control the BTs, whereas you can just see them. It's dumb. And the BBs, the the bridge babies, which are the things that it's like a little baby strapped to your chest in a jar. It's a very like weird image that works well in trailers. There's a controller made out of it. I don't know that they ever do anything with it outside of what? being like, uh, kind of question the ethics of like this program that was taking these babies away from still uh, brain dead mothers because oh brain God. dead mothers have a better connection to the other side or some horse shit. 
Like um, Eva, right? Yeah, but it's like all the stuff and all... There is a lot of Evangelion at the end, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But there's th- there's a lot Congratulations, of... Congratulations, man. Right, I wish that was how the game ended. That would be so great. <laughs> Just clap. But, you know, you get a red water beach with apocalypse happening and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, but, is there a giant naked ray? No, but there is a giant not naked Lindsay Wagner. <laughs> Fuck it, point. sure. Um, Fuck him up. Uh, I don't know where I was going with it. I, so the bridge, the BBs are a good example of something that's like a weird idea that works in a trailer, but he doesn't really have any point with it. And like, there is some ethical consideration of like, are, should we take these things out? Should we try to make them actual babies? Cause they're not actual babies. Right. See, that's what I asked. I was like, I was like, are they real babies? Like that was my big question. I and like, I don't are know. These real babies? I played this are they... game and I don't know. They yeah. refer to them like, so Del Toro, uh, Guillermo Del Toro's face or images in this game is a different voice actor playing the character, yeah. but he's this guy named dead man who is like, <laughs> Fuck he's these names, made dude. A, he's made out of 70% other people's parts. And that's why he's called dead man. <sighs> Have you heard of Frankenstein, John? Let me, uh, have him these are all just you for 10 minutes these are all just failed mega man villains yeah, this shit exactly. sucks <laughs> it's 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 really um, like do you that's... want do you want kojima answering big ethical questions like well that's the I thing mean, I, I take that back because yeah. you actually everything you said at the end of metal gear solid 2 came true right right so and, and the thing about this game that i think is interesting is like the plot like themes it's working with are very basic again the, was the a idea theme, meme <laughs> yeah right america <laughs> john let me stop me if you've heard this before but america's divided we're not connecting with each other anymore. <sighs> and he wants to connect us. Like, that's the point of the game. And it's Which very is, simple. Which is, whatever, that's great. That's but, a great message. But the game itself supports it in a bunch of cool ways. And that was kind of the thing with Five. Is like, Five story is not great, but the way the systems play with each other and let you fuck around and, and actually have this tactical espionage stealth, uh, sandbox he had always talked about, like, that was amazing. And that was an amazing piece of game design. Yes. Divorced from very poor narrative design. Death Stranding is similar. The, the the narrative is more, a little more coherently woven into the whole thing, but a lot of the game is taking missions, seeing a, seeing a mission clear screen at the end with a bunch of numbers, and then taking another one. And like you don't get interrupted, especially in the middle of the game, you go dozens of hours without seeing a cutscene. But that's uh, what I that's when I that's when I liked five. Exactly. Which is like just leave me the fuck alone. The bummer you know, is like just the last like, and this was what I was saying. The last like three or four hours of this game, kind of I can see. Like almost every review I read for it mentioned that, but it like just constricts down into linear encounters, some bosses, some big Metal Gear style. Are you crawling through a hallway, hitting the X button? No, with the BB. No, but you do go to the jungle and you do some stealth stuff in the bushes, and then uh, yeah. So the the Matt Mickelson character is essentially the, a lot of the boss fights in the game. Okay. So you'll get sucked up into. All right, so let me go back to the beaches here. So beaches, every I feel like you need a storyboard. Every yeah, that's the problem, and I feel like listening to this is going to be like give people nosebleeds. But um, y- y- everybody has a beach. Okay. So you, when you die, you go to your beach. Is this Evangelion? Kind of is. Oh my god. Is. Okay. Uh, the, the imagery is very similar. Okay. In a lot of ways, but the uh, so you go to your beach when you die, and then from there you go to the afterlife. Okay. Um, there is some g- jargon about Ha and Ka, which are like the two halves of the soul in Egyptian mythology, but that never gets explained either, really. It's just <laughs> used. Right. Again, a lot of like what Kojima's writing is, is he looked up an encyclopedia article and went like, oh, that's really interesting. Copies it down and Something then like has a player <laughs> say it. So like when they oh say like God. the Ha and Ka, then they just go through a, a, a Wikipedia entry for uh, the Egyptian afterlife or whatever. You never see the afterlife in the game, so I don't know what it looks like. But So anyways, everybody has their own individual beach. Um, but... Uh, you are able to... Oh, shit. I don't remember where I was going with this. God damn it, Ben. You got us uh, to the beach. Oh, uh, the beaches. Um, 
All right, we'll come back to it maybe. Oh, okay, yes. So the beaches are one person, generally speaking. But if a bunch of people die in one spot, like say a battlefield, for instance, okay. they all share a beach and they all basically relive the battle forever. So you get teleported into those beaches several Jesus. times throughout the game and they're all in different conflicts. So the first one's World War One, second one's World War II, third one's Vietnam. Huh. And it's cool. Like it's a nice change from this like very sparse kind of Icelandic looking life landscape that is the rest of the game. And it's a lot of like crouching and shooting and doing Metal Gear stuff. It's really weird. Huh. Um, he couldn't quite get away from it, could he? Right, yeah. So the boss uh. fights still feel very much. And the other bosses are big giant things you shoot rocket launchers at. So very much <laughs> Metal Gear bosses. They're blood <laughs> rockets made of your blood, but still it's the same. Basically. Sure. Um, that's because you have dooms, John. Because you have dooms, your blood and poop and are also very effective against BTs. Hey, Ben, you know what? Yeah. Dooms are just fucking nanomachines. That's right. They're nanomachines, well, son! The worst thing is they never explain what it is. Like, for a game that over-explains everything, Dooms is just a catch-all for we have superpowers. It sucks. They're nan- so they literally are nanomachines. Like. Yeah. Pretty, they could be nanomachines, for all I know. But um, uh, Or not the... Uh, they were... What were the nanomachines in five? They weren't nanomachines. They were like that oh, bug. Oh fuck! The 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 like the skull squad or whatever. The the virus that steals your language. I forget what it's sure, called. Sure, but also like it makes you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's like that weird puppet squad. Yeah, I don't remember what they're called. It doesn't matter, Ben, because Kojima came up with it and he yeah. was like, "Oh, we're doing it." Yeah. So there is a lot of that in this game. It's a bit more sp- spaced out, but the thing that like works really really well is the grabbing a package and walking across the landscape and having to like look at the map. Uh, you can like tilt it so you can look at the topography and be like, okay, there's a there's a, like a ravine between there I can probably get through. This is day Z. Yeah, exactly. You were describing day So when you're talking about hiking, I yeah. was going to butt in and say like, oh, I got a game about hiking for you. But, oh, like, that so would have been such a good segue. That's what this game does at its best. And when it's confident to just do that, I think it's phenomenal. Is like, there like a dynamic weather and stuff? Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. The time fall is part of the weather, but there's snow and there's... and there's. But know, it's not like scripted. You're not like in a time fall. No, like, no. Time fall moves across. There are parts that are always time fall because time fall is usually around where BTs are. So if you go to like a city where a lot of people died, there's more BTs there. There's usually rain. Um, oh, but like the open landscape, eventually you get ability on your map to kind of click the stick and see weather fronts so you can see where stuff's moving through. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and so as you and, and the coolest part is when you hook up a, th- a node to the network and you're kind of trudging across and like you're up in the mountains and you're like, oh shit, I, I don't have any ladders. And then you see a path that someone else made and you can just go take it yeah. and you can give them likes so that when they log back on, they'll be like, oh, someone took my path. And like, I mean, that's even more so there are individual things you can leave around like ladders and ropes and stuff like that, but you can also build structures. And so those take a lot more, they take a little bit more effort, but everybody can contribute to them. So for instance, in the first big map, there's essentially these stations along the map that build roads and roads just bypass BTs. They bypass the the terrorists. They make the game much more manageable. And when you're on them, you have infinite battery for your your car or whatever you're doing. So there's massive amounts of benefits. So I, when I got there, like took time out to just build a couple of sections of the road and when I came back online, I got a ton of likes and a ton of the, like a bridge link rating. And I got a bunch of levels in that. And then for the rest of the game, every time I logged on, someone liked the road. Somebody added more to the road for the whole game. And when I came back, so there's a part basically at the end of the game where you have to come back across the whole of the other maps you've gone across. And I was able to just hook onto that road and skip a huge amount of bullshit. That's fucking And it rad. felt so good because I helped start it. And it... it feeds in from other people. Yeah. It's, I don't know exactly how it feeds in. Cause like my stuff always stays there, but the stuff that comes in isn't like every time you log on, it's reconfigured. It's the same things stay in your world. Um, and they eventually deteriorate because of the time fall. That's yeah, like yeah. The yeah, fictional yeah. reason for stuff. But huh. 
But then the other thing, like um, fast travel is kind of weird in the game, right? There's You can only do it from safe houses, and you can't teleport with any objects. You just take yourself because you're going to the beach and then yeah. coming out somewhere else. That's how they explain it. And um, so there's a lot of uh, bunkers and people off the like the, the main story places have fast travel, but none of the other places do because they don't have bunkers. But you can build bunkers. So almost every NPC uh, bunker in the game that doesn't have a bunker via the game people have made one so there's the fast travel network in the game is way strengthened because of players making it but that just feels good to be know you're part of like, exactly hey, we're all pitching into this thing yeah and, and like, we're all making each other's lives a little because the game is kind of about the hardship of doing this yeah. and and the travel and the work and then the satisfaction of completing the work but also knowing that either you helped someone or somebody else helped you along like it works so well and like there's little things too like uh, the paths that everybody takes start to get worn into the earth. So you'll see yeah, a literal I saw that. footpath. I saw that. Not just like, so you'll see, you'll scan sometimes, and you'll see little like neon yeah. footprints that say like, oh, someone was here. But like literally the ground forms a path like it would in the woods if a lot of people walked on it. And like that was a mind blower for me. I didn't know that yeah. until about halfway through the game. And I'm like, that's what all those paths are is other players. That's fucking wild. Like it's great. I mean, it just takes a lot of that stuff that Dark Souls was playing with. Of this idea of let's make a game that's obtuse, but let's give players the ability to help each other out because it's so obtuse. And this game is less like it's less um, ambiguous than Dark Souls is about things. Yeah. It won't lead you into walking off a cliff or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is very much about that idea of like we can make the game more um, uh, onerous if we also give the players the ability to help each other out. And that feels really good. But see, all right. Yeah. This is. I don't even know. Maybe maybe this has warped my... <laughs> that DZ got inside you. <laughs> it's not Daisy because yeah. yeah. I've been concerned with these questions about, like, justice. And, like, mm. if you if you give people the ability to do whatever they want, they're going to do the worst thing. Right, right? especially so, on the internet. Like, especially, yeah. uh, not even just the internet. If there is a chance for someone to be anonymous. Yeah. Right, and, and act and know that they're not going to get and fucking seen nailed for it. Over the last decade and almost 100%, it's bad. Almost. Right, okay, yeah. so then... By that logic, like okay, everyone should have a like a, a social credit score, right? Right, right. That's but then but, we end up in Black Mirror territory. That's where it's we, no, we just end up in China. Right. Yeah. That's real. Like that is real. That yeah. Like social I don't know. Capital, so yeah. so the way so the one part of, I look at Death Stranding, and I say that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. I love when people come together. Yeah. Like I love doing the events in Fallout seventy six. Yeah. I love contributing to a thing, and we're just like, hey guys, it's we're not you know we're trying to achieve this. For admittedly, you you want the loot. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah. also, I can guarantee you, if Hideo said, "Nope, you can you can build roads or you can wreck them," yeah, you fucking know. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, well, so that was the thing in Metal Gear Solid Five. Remember the nukes? Like, P- oh P- yeah, yeah, players yeah. could build nukes, and there was a special cutscene that would play. But then the, they, the bug ruined it. Exactly. Yeah. But if, they, if if people disarmed the nukes, and the idea Kojima was playing with on this big idea was like. What if the players all come together and demilitarize themselves? And it never happened. People just hacked it on PC. Yeah. Um, but like the idea, the seed there, I can see that turning into Death Stranding, where he's like, okay, let's remove the ability to fuck with other people, essentially, because you really can't. Like the worst thing you could do is put a sign that misleads someone where, somewhere. But it's not Dark Souls where you could walk them off a cliff or like the landscape. But theoretically, too open. wouldn't that be downvoted away anyway? Yeah, exactly. It so it, it would, and you can break links if like you don't want someone's shit in your world. I don't know why you wouldn't, but yeah. if you want to, you can do that. Um, but like, and there is incentive. It's not like a huge amount. You get likes, which are uh, essentially level up parts of your character, and 
some of those things allow you to, but it depends on what it is. So like if you level up from carrying cargo very well, you can carry heavier cargo. So like there's a, <laughs> a, a stat level up, but when you level up your bridge link, which is helping other people, all that lets you do is like stuff more. Like huh. you, so like when you start liking something, you can basically mash on the button for a certain amount of time and it just increases that amount of time. So like by the end of the game, I can mash out like 600 likes to one person if I want to take the time to do it. So when, when Pokemon plays or when Twitch, that Twitch plays Pokemon came out, mm-hmm. they initially it was just chaos. Yes. Right. But eventually it got to the point where I think the way the script was written was that by voting in chat, yeah. you could choose whether you're in anarchy mode, which is it'll just do all the commands right. that are being or it'll in, do a vote or it does a vote command. Yeah. Um, and in that and whatever, I know I'm being touchy feely, but mm. like the, the takeaway from that was that living in a society that is like, we want to get stuff done and we want to minimize shit bags. Right. Requires part active participation and vigilance. It requires moderation of some sort. Yeah. Or, or some sort of, uh, you, structure around it I guess. right you you need to not only give the tools to be like you can't just give everyone windex and duct tape and be like right. yeah fucking kill it like if, yeah. if that's the DayZ developers did yeah I, it would be like okay this is a torture porn game and yeah. i fucking i this is someone i cannot watch a saw or a hostel because right. right. i hate torture porn yeah yeah but i Gross. love DayZ in that you know what if some fucking shitbag shoots me from 150 yards right. away on the whatever. one hand you got this but on the other hand on the other hand this. there was i have a great story of me and dave we were basically like brand new and I had got grievously injured like the first five minutes in. Right, right. So like, my character was fucked. I was like, yeah. this this is bad. Yeah. Um, and there was a group of people in a barn and just a huge swarm of zombies. Yeah. And I think I grabbed like a road flare. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his face from Jurassic Park style? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, guys, you just need to go. Yeah. Like, you just need to fucking run. And, that's and I just totally, ran out. That's a great I, zombie movie. Yeah. And like, I just ran out scenario. and just literally led them down to the beach and they fucking killed me, obviously. But, but like, they got out. Yeah, then like yeah. I didn't know these people. It wasn't I didn't get points for it. Right. It just But it's a great story. It's a great story yeah. and it could have I could have just gunned them all down. Whatever. I yeah. don't know. I could have been told shit back. But that story, because there aren't any guardrails, it's just like it's very fragile and right. it's just like any situation. And it's can, more extraordinary because yeah. out of that like chaos, it yeah. something good came as, out. As as opposed to uh, not that I'm denigrating. I, no, I, no. I love the idea of like building a road and and you do feel invested. This is how I felt about my Rust server, was yeah. that my neighbor who would like when there were strange people, this is, I don't know, this has probably been happening for hundreds of years in humanity. Yeah. Thousands. It's just like, there was a new house that came in overnight. Yeah. And so me and my neighbor logged in and he was like, oh, what do you think of the new guy? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, but we had been growing yeah. plants together. So like, yeah. And that's why, because there's yeah. no guardrails. Like, he wasn't, you got no points for coming over to right. be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? It was just, it happened. And truly, yes, that is the thing with so, the stranding is they, they remove It's on, that. yeah. Yeah. So you can only help I, people. Right. You could and like, so, that, that to me that erodes yeah. his point yeah doesn't it because there is so there is with the the smaller objects you can dismantle them so if you went up to a ladder and went like fuck this ladder you could dismantle it someone had, that someone had placed yeah i oh. don't know if it disappears from other people's worlds or just, or just yours. yours so like I there is like, theoretically uh, someone could go through the mountains and be like take down all the zip lines ha 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 yeah but that might uh, just be more like an anti-griefing measure yeah, it sounds like but i don't think it works that way uh, and I think it would just be repopulated with more stuff from other people. Huh. Oh man, those zip lines! Holy shit! Like so, they sound hilarious. So when awesome. you're in the snow, especially, is pretty um, pretty tough because you you know Do you, you sink down through it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you can get a, a skeleton that makes you get through uh, an exoskeleton that makes you go through that stuff easier. But it's you know the other thing I like about the game that that plays to something I really liked about Breath of the Wild is the idea that if you're going to go out on a trip, you have to pack for it, and you can't pack everything. 
which that's not in Breath of the Wild. You can take everything with you in Breath of the Wild, but it's in Daisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's in then... you know a lot of survival games. But this idea of like, okay, I'm going out. I know, and they will warn you at the beginning of the thing. They'll be like, okay, there's BTS, there's terrorists, there's steep cliffs. Here's what you should bring. Um, but the cool thing is like in because the area is so wide and so open. You can always avoid the BTs. You can always avoid the terrorists. You can always, if you t- are willing to take a cliffside route or something like that, you can always avoid them. So um, the thing with snow is, yeah, you eventually get um, uh, in. Maybe it's just around that point in the game, but you get access to zip lines. And zip lines, you can only build one at a time. Huh. So you don't build a network of them yourself. You basically one player has to start one, and then the next player has to put it within that radius, and the next player has to put it with it. I guess you could take a bunch of resources and do it all yourself, but it would take a very long time. But there are several spots, especially up in the mountainous kind of middle game area, where I could skip all of it by just going across these. <laughs> and the zip lines are super fun. Like yeah, they sound rad. Yeah, it's great. Do like, you have any like movement left and right? No, no, uh, you're just kind of zipping. On it. But you can just look down and watch all the BTs be like, and you can. Huh. It's like incredibly satisfying. And it's cool that, so the roads just link together automatically, but the zip lines actually have to be planned correctly. Huh. Uh, and I was so impressed that people made like a, you know, several kilometer long zip line that I was just able to use and it made, you know, this mission that was like, would have been a massive, it was a mission where I was transporting corpse. So the corpses are always hard because uh, they are very heavy. So you do sway even when you have the, the thing. So you're kind of constantly yeah. micromanaging your balance, which is not, I mean, it's, it's, it makes the climb feel very arduous. It's not fun. <laughs> and it's like, so it, and it is also uh, much like how Red Dead Redemption shit. is like, oh, it's a sludgy game. We're going to start you in the snow. Like Death Stranding yeah. is already kind of an unwieldy game and it starts you the first thing you do is carry a corpse basically. And it's like, right. Oh, this is tough. So it definitely puts it's like most, I don't want to say obnoxious foot forward, but it definitely like lets you know up front that like, we're going to make this kind of hard. Um, I think it's, gonna... and, it, and, and the power curve is you mitigating all that stuff. Yeah. Which is but, it, but you know what it's about up front. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I feel like Daisy is similar yeah. in that there's no risk of you being like, like, oh, I thought I was playing this one game and it turned out to be another. Like, yeah. no, like, no, it, yeah, it you, very much tells you what it is up front. Literally starve in the first seven minutes, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding is like, we're gonna give you this fucking corpse, and yeah, and if luck. you like, I, I don't know, I've seen footage of people playing where they just load the backpack up to the most comical degree and they're like, this game sucks, and it's like, yeah, of course it sucks because you're, you're an carrying idiot. 150 pounds on your back. Like, the reason it looks so goofy and uncomfortable <laughs> is because it fucking is. Uh, this guy is not a magical video game character, he's just pockets full of stuff, like. Everything that exists in your inventory is a physical box on you. And so you have to not just manage weight, but also distribution of weight, oh, which yeah. you can do automatically. Essentially, sure. the, the title screen, you hit triangle and it like puts everything on you. But um, no, I want it stacked right up. I want it. Well, and there's um, <laughs> I'm seeing people. Eventually, I got an upgrade where I can put like a cover, like a timefall cover of my backpack. So anything in my backpack doesn't get affected by huh. timefall. So what you do is then prioritize what goes under that cover and what stays on your outside. To, to get deteriorated. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Um, Real quick, mm. Daisy, if you shoot someone and they're they're wearing a hunting jacket and yep. all their ammo is in there, you mm. ruin all that shit. That's pretty cool. So if you walk up and you blast someone with a shotgun, yeah. oh, so now it also, but it also puts that guy when he said get on your knees last night yeah. or a couple nights ago, mm. was he just doing it so he'd rob me and then kill me without damaging shit? Like this is the thing. You, I'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like every fucking interaction is shaded by like, yeah. oh, oh god, like. But yeah, anyway, but like the the minor considerations of, and so maybe going back to my Breath of the Wild thing, the thing I liked in Breath of the Wild was like, 
cooking up food because I knew I was going to a You're going place. on an adventure, Ben. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this takes that to the nth degree because you have way more tools because it's a Kojima game. So have you have you had a bad expedition where you're just like, I didn't bring enough shit? Uh, yeah. And I've oh, had man. times where that has mean, meant I had to like basically roll myself down a cliff the right way. <laughs> There's been points where I've uh, run across the ladder that I didn't know I needed does it, does in it, the right spot. Does it handle like MGS5? It more just, or less. It looked... More or less. When, it's a little like, especially again, initially before you have the skeletons that like make your balance oh, yeah. a little better. It's a little like, a little sludgier, but it's still pretty much, you move the stick, you move like... Is it as sludgy like as Red like, Dead? No. Okay. It's, it's snappier than that, especially when you're not carrying a lot yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah, like the more sure. stuff you're carrying, the slower it is. But... Um, and, you know, you get all sorts of, like, you know, you get vehicles that let you carry stuff. You get um, these, like, floating carriers, which you can attach to you that kind of hover over everything and don't get damaged by, like, rocks and stuff. Um, but they, the, the wires have accurate tension, so if you get stuck between something, they rip, oh, which God. is really cool. Um, it's easy enough to reattach, but it's just, like, you know, all those weird attention to detail things that have always been a part of Kojima's games are very much did here. You, did you like it overall? Yeah. I, I think the last couple hours were a slog because it's a lot of bullshit story that is dumb and it's not just that it's dumb it's overly simplistic and acting like it's like great art and so it's westworld yeah it's it, well, it may, it's a hideo kojima Zing. game it's up yeah. its own butt in a way that it can be fun but when it's too far up there it's kind of an obnoxious um and there's some real groaner like just moments at the end where there's some funny ones because they're so over the top but a lot of it is just like okay so the beaches are god and time travel and yep. the like they just yep. spread it out in a way that doesn't really make sense is there any characters with diarrhea uh no you don't even really get diarrhea but you can and this is not requisite like you get the blood grenades pretty early and that's your main weapon yeah. against the bts because it just makes them die because they don't like okay. the blood. Uh, and it's the most effective thing but prior to that they go like hey man we made a vial of your shower water you want to go throw it at somebody see what happens and it does stuff, but it doesn't really kill them. So it's funny. Like you can, so you can go, you can take a shower, you can pee, and you can poop. All those, all three of those make different grenades. And wow, but they all essentially do the same thing. They just stun the BTs. It's funny to throw them at human enemies because they do not like it. <laughs> I'd be curious, <laughs> but it's, I'd be pissed. It's more of a gag than anything. Like I'd be it, pissed. Maybe there's there will be run throughs of that game where it's an only poop playthrough or something like that. I was I'm sure they're already working. But on um, it. did you see the guy who spent 24 hours in? Uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, in VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that seems a lot. Um, so, you know, some of those Kojima things are there. Uh, he definitely is better with his female characters in this game. It's not quite as lascivious as Quiet or a lot of his other, where it's just like, Leah Sadu's character, Fragile, probably gets the worst of that. But even then, it's pretty, like, For- compared to Quiet, which is insane. Forgive me. <laughs> let me. Let me back up. I asked the VR question because that guy had to figure out how to pee and poop in VR. Oh, God. That, that's why. That's why I'm. Oh, because he was in it. Yeah. Yes. He had to sleep in it. Fascinating. Um, Fascinating. Uh, but yeah, pee, pee and poo poo humor. That's pretty much Kojima. And that's Kojima. I yeah, mean, there is no. Fine. I mean, that's like, also Japan. There's no Johnny Suzaki. Like, I'm shitting my pants the whole game. Like there was an MGS4. Um, Any Mr. and Mrs. Smith? No, what is it? No, yeah. Mr. Mrs. Smith references? That was from Ford. No, 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 no. Fuck uh, that and, scene. And, and so the game, I think, you know, one thing that is really cool about it and clearly something he's always been interested in is the idea of making death or making killing things in a game consequential in some specific way. Yes. Uh, and he's always had, you know, since two, you can always play those games non-lethally. Um, and it's always been this weird thing. I mean, he was the game he was famous for is a game where you try to avoid killing people, which at the time was crazy. That was nuts. Even for Metal Gear yeah. original, let yes. alone Metal Gear Solid. When Metal Gear Solid came around, I was like, you can't do this. And then it was an amazing game. Um, 
But uh, he takes it even further with this one because of the fiction of the, of the void outs and the BTs. Like, killing people is a huge deal. And it's like something you... So they give you a lot of non-lethal weapons, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. does kind of fudge it towards the end because you just get like, it's an assault rifle, but it uses rubber bullets. Like, That's what I'm rocking in MGS5. Right, like yeah. I hit a guy with a, tr- with a truck, but he's just knocked out. So don't worry about it. So like, but just the idea... Oh, is there that, an exclamation point equivalent? I'm sorry. Uh, no, there is not. Well, uh, no, there is actually. There's like these weird lights that come off the edge of the screen when they spot you. No, but they don't... They literally don't have a cartoon no, thing. No, but they don't ah, do the... Man. That would be great. Uh, there are some like funny MGS... Ref- they can't really directly reference it because they don't own it but like a couple there's a one of the side people you get stuff for is this guy named the collector and he's i think he's modeled after the eic of famitsu i don't know if he's voiced weird him, but oh no there's a whole thing about this right yeah 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 yeah, but, yeah so yeah. he lives in a bunker and it's full of like old famitsu stuff yeah, and yeah, he always yeah. makes you bring you video games and one of his things is you deliver him tactical action games or something like that and it's like okay so i just give him a bunch did of did you Metal find Gear conan games. yep He's pretty hard to miss, actually. Okay. Uh, and he gives you an otter hood, which is very cool. It's a little hood that looks like an otter uh-huh. and lets you swim in the... Is it voiced by Conan? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Most of them are the holograms, which are the, the people you meet in most of the stations, are voiced by their people. A couple ones that are weird. Um, Edgar Wright, film director. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead. I'm huge fan of his, so I've listened to him talk a ton. He shows up. But he's got a totally normal white guy American accent, and it's very confusing because yeah. he has a very British accent. Yeah, yeah. Normally. So huh. that was a weird disconnect. But most of the other ones, I think, were like Jeff Keighley is Jeff Keighley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like, yeah, for the for the main characters, like Del Toro's character and Nicholas Winding Refn, they're all voiced by other people. Um, which oh, is they don't weird. have that much money. It's weird for Winning Refn, especially because I know how Danish he is, and he's just very British. The yeah. character he plays. Um, but overall, like, you know, the story, like, I think the world is neat. I don't really care for any of the characters. And as by the end of the game, I really didn't care for him. Um, but because the game is like, you know, the game, I think my clear time was somewhere around like 40 hours. It's a very, it's a pretty long game. And I would say I played the game for probably like 30 hours of that, which huh. is uh, f- compared to like something like Metal Gear Solid 4. That's a triumph. Oh, dude, <laughs> That's an absolute because it's all of what he does well, which is the game part. And a lot less of the the bullshit. The bullshit still is there, uh, and I'm sure there are people that will find it very deep and poignant or whatever. I do think the like iconography and imagery is like amazing for the whole game because they. You're saying like the actual UI? And yeah. Stuff, well, just the the art and uh, the design. Yeah, sure. There's a very like cohesive thing where so apparently the beach exists above our world, so everything that comes from the beach comes down from the sky. So like you'll be able to see. BTs because there'll be like strands creeping down from the uh. sky and they're also marked with upside down rainbows which is just a really creepy image um, huh. they're also missing blue which they never explain why but either way and like uh, so the like the 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 road that I made out of Kyrelium or whatever it's constantly floating chunks of it are floating up in it. so there's just like a lot of really cool right. like visual stuff uh, that I really like and Yoji Shinkawa who's the mechanical mech designer for Metal Gear is on this one so all the tech and suits and everything looks really cool all the costumes look really cool um, yeah it's a hell of hell of a weird game and I totally get why people hate it well just because people like me aren't smart enough for it right well ben? no and I mean like that was they, the, didn't, they don't get what Kojima's trying to do with it bro my favorite video game website Giant Bomb pretty much universally hated it so uh, and I <laughs> get it I just don't at the same time. Like, I like games where the idea of taking a walk is part of the game. And I don't think walking simulators think are, both, like, a bad do. thing. I mean, yeah, we were talking but about I, the hiking part of Fallout 76 or those games. Like, I like that part. And I think there are plenty of people who just want to get to the part where they're doing the game part. And I, I, I 
the thing with Breath of the Wild kind of really solidified for me was like traveling these big spaces was more fun than the Zelda parts. Uh, like, you yes. know, the, the, the dungeons were fine, but the parts where I like figured out how to get up to the top of this cliff and then ride the wind all the way down to this other side. Yeah. Like, uh, that was the part. The that, joy of that game is, but, yeah. is in the journey, right? Exactly. The, yes. And, I would say it's the same for Daisy. I'd say that seems to be the same for Dame's Death Standing because yeah, like, the story payoff seems to be negligible. Yeah, the right? story payoff is negligible, which is kind of the same as Zelda also. <laughs> but the, yeah, and it is and it is more hardship than you go through in a Metal Gear game or in a uh, Zelda game. But I rarely felt like it was bullshit. It all made uh. sense. Like if I'm going down a steep hill, obviously I'm going to have to yes, like kind of sure. try. and Like most games would just let me run full tilt, but not this game. Huh. And so you have to get used to that. But also when you complete a really long order, it feels really good. It feels like what it should. It feels like it was hard, but worth it. And you didn't have to gun people down. Yeah. I just maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I just am so that's the thing. Fucking and sick the of parts it, dude. where I think it it fails in the game parts is the part where it makes you do that stuff. Because there are parts where it forces you into combat with the with the terrorists who are boring to fight. The BTs are pretty boring. To, they're ominous and creepy, but they're pretty boring to fight because you just whip grenades at them. Yeah. Um, so like when the game is confident to just be the delivery thing that it was, it's great. I think when it starts to edge out into kind of Metal Gear style boss fights and more bigger combat things, it, it definitely falters. Yeah. And it, it is a game that is like not confident being that for the whole game. Cause as you get further in, it gets more combative. Um, so yeah, a really interesting game either, either way. Uh, and I, I, I'm glad we found a common theme for these two games because I'm yeah, like, yeah, actually, they, they pretty do fit game. together really well in certain um, way. Um, also, morally, uh, yeah. or just ethically, it's just like holy shit. Like, yeah, it's it's a um, it's a really fascinating, and you know, again, just because Kojima's game design is so weirdly stacked with all these little systems and all this other stuff, I, like I will it, probably get it for PC. I think I have to, yeah, right? I would recommend it. I yeah. think if it comes out for that and is, you know, I think it's worth sixty just because the amount of time you can get out of it. But I was. Uh, I was, it, yeah, I can see why it's divisive, but I, I really ended up liking it. So Or mm. come on over to the dark side, Ben. Chop, right. up, just, chop, up just, humans, chop up some humans. Feed them some Windex. Make, some, make my, my prepper bunker from Death Stranding, but it's full of people. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no cannibals in this post-apocalypse, which might be a first. Honestly, I mean, I'm not, I don't have to call Daisy. I mean, Daisy is post-apocalyptic, but I mean, really, this could be any day in Eastern That's Europe. True, that's I mean, right. like, yeah. I, any, this, daily, all this shit could be going on. Daisy, more like every Daisy. Have you ever heard of Serbian story? Yes. Okay. Like that. That's Daisy. Is just like we're just gonna. The world is an awful place, yeah. and but I choose to see the good in it, Ben. Right. Oh, well, and that's that's you know you talk about the empathy machine thing. That's another form of that essentially is like, if you give the entire range, it's probably a more accurate empathy machine than something like yeah, death to, stranding to, where it keeps the training wheel. You would have to do some kind of consequences. Yeah. Right. You would, but I don't know if it's a, it should take place in a game form or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I like it's, it, it makes it more like academically interesting than, than it, maybe that's not true. It's, it is entertaining to hear your stories, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, that's the vast majority of that game is is just doing busy work. Right. Not busy work, but like it is just living and existing. Yeah. Similar to Death Stranding. It's like the, the meat of the game is you yeah. are, Walking how do I go down this fucking hill yeah. without falling, right? It's like, like, oh, if I want to get to that zip line, how am I going to get around these BTs? Or do I need to get around them? Can I just yeah. run through them? Or all these other things. But the, the idea of, again, the idea that always brings back to Daisy, the feeling that I have yet to play a game that captures it is that having your gun on someone at mm. like a hundred yards out and you know you could fucking end them yeah. and you say it's not worth it. It's not Either worth it. ethically or, or because the gunshot brings zombies yeah, like, or whatever. But you, no matter what, you have to make that decision and, and you're just like, fuck. Or yeah. you start that conflict and it doesn't end right away. And that's I've, like, you know, great immersion through gameplay mechanics. Yes, which but, is, then, but then you have 
why are you charging this money for this? And holy shit, you couldn't even be bothered to like fix the UI this doesn't work bug. seven like, years after the game comes yeah, out. And et cetera, it is et cetera, very yeah. imperfect, but it is like the the act the child that acts out. Yeah, you're very annoyed with them. He's, he's he's so smart if he could just apply himself. Yeah, so then you spend an inordinate amount of time <laughs> trying to bring it out of them, right, and right. so I don't know, dude. Yeah, maybe I'm just in an abusive relationship. No, I mean the game is still like kind of singular, which I think is pretty interesting. I don't think I don't think considering it's it has been ripped off so many times, but I don't know that there's any of those games even that are within its shadow that are the same. I don't as know. It. I maybe Scum could have been in if it wasn't such a fucking up its own ass with idiot. Right. I mean that's still up, right? I think it was like early access when they put that it one out. was very much like what is, you're gonna tear apart these other inmates. You like, can poop. You can just sit there and take a poop. Yeah, I mean, see that and then throw it at people. Yeah, you make people eat it. So yeah. I mean, that game seems to be better suited to. Yeah, and it feels more like a Devolver project in that way too. But also, it's like, like it's a game show, right? It's video. literally a game show. Yeah, I believe it is. So. It is very battle royale in like the classic sense. All right, well, All right. it has been far too long. I gotta go watch TV with the misses. Yeah, I'm gonna go find the next Strand game. Fair enough. Oh my god, <laughs> been dipping into uh, a lot of Game Pass stuff because I can just play it and be like, Crackdown Three is like Crackdown One. Uninstall. Yeah. Like it's really easy to jump between all these games. But I did start Disco Elysium. I have not. It's interesting. We I'm, should, I'm not should. in the headspace for it. No, I but think, I want to hear you talk about. I it. think it's a neat game. There's oh. some weird things about it that remind me of Cult of Simulator. That I think you might like. Um, oh god but dude. man we both got hooked on that fucking game yeah. this year i did not foresee so, that coming wild spoiler alert it is not my game of the year oh wow well yeah um, we should oh by the way yeah. so just to set expectations next time we record mm-hmm. we will have our game of the years we have not revealed them to each other yeah. who knows who knows what it can be probably write like 500 ish words just being like this is why yeah um pick a runner-up pick a pick an honorable mention just one easy because i have mine not easy actually All i right. know there's like i had a couple that i was like uh, um, but I think this talk is good sh- foreshadowing for our picks. I think this is... Yeah. I don't imagine Death Stranding will be one of mine, but... Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Seriously, Ben? It could be. I don't know. It might grow on you. I think I have a pretty hard lock on what the thing is, but the runners-up could go anywhere. All right. All right. Yeah. So that's the next episode. Stay tuned. Ben takes it out. We are out. We are out.